Today, we're answering the age-old question, who has the heaviest bags in crypto? And spoiler alert, it's XRP. But if you are a member of XRP Army, before you throw a conniption, before you hit the X button, before you sign out and hop into the comments and say, screw you, Bobby, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. Well, that's fine, you should anyway. But before you do that, we're gonna dive into what the metric actually means because there is real data behind this and I'm not just kidding. There is actual real data here. So we'll dive into all that and more. What's going on everybody? It's your boy Crypto Bobby. I hope you are having a great day, great night wherever you are watching or listening in from. And yes, today we're talking about the heaviest and the lightest bags that are happening right now and, and who, who's holding them in crypto in the large cap assets. And this was really inspired and, and provided quite frankly, by Coinmetrics. Coinmetrics is one of the best data and research providers in the industry, in my opinion. And they came out with a recent report that talked about realized cap, a really interesting metric that we'll dive into in a little bit more detail. And not only talk about realized cap, but I took it a step further and tried to find the average cost basis for current holders uh, for the five large cap cryptocurrencies, BTC, ETH, XRP, LTC, and Bcash and talk about kind of what those mean and, and how you can maybe interpret that data and, and utilize things on your own as well. If you are new to the channel, by any chance, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you've been here for a while, make sure to jam up that like button as well. Today's episode is brought to you by my friends over at eToro. They recently opened up shop in the US. So as a lot of companies are leaving, they're coming in to service the US trader base. They actually have 10 million traders across the globe right now on eToro. And you can actually view the live portfolios of the top traders to see what they're trading, what they're doing, um, and engage directly with them, participate in their community. And you can view historical success, what percentage their returns have been, and what they've done over time, what they've traded, full transparency. Uh, it's really cool. And one of the awesome features that they have coming out in the near future is the copy trader uh, feature that they have where you can actually copy the trades of some of the top traders, uh, crypto traders in the industry. So definitely recommend checking out eToro. You go to the link below or cryptobobby.com slash eToro to check it out. So all this data in this conversation was really inspired by the Coinmetrics State of the Network issue 14 that came out today on August 27th. And the big part of this issue was they talked about Bitcoin surpassing $100 billion in realized cap. And you might be thinking to yourself, we'll pop over to Masari. You might be thinking to yourself, Rob, the market cap of Bitcoin is $181 billion. What are you talking about? What the hell is a realized cap? Well, the way to get market cap in general in crypto is pretty simplified. You take the reported supply or the issued supply, which right now is about 17.899 million Bitcoin, and you multiply that by the last price that Bitcoin was traded at, which is right now about, uh, about a little over $10,000. So you take the supply, the current issued supply, and you take that by the current price. But what Coinmetrics does, and this is really interesting, is they look at the value of each unit the last time it was moved. So let's say, for example, you bought Bitcoin in 2016 and you bought it at $1,000 and you haven't moved it from your wallet since. Well, instead of considering that Bitcoin that you bought at $1,000, instead of considering that to be worth $10,000 or the existing price 
like you do in the kind of existing model of calculating market cap, they consider coin metrics considers the price that you actually, the last price that you moved it at. So if you moved it at $1,000 and that's the last time your Bitcoin was moved, that is actually the price that they count your Bitcoin at, which is rather interesting because you kind of get in a, in an overall sense, the, the cost basis of where people have bought Bitcoin at or other crypto assets. And this is really interesting when you look at it in the long run, because it helps to give you a clear picture of where we are in certain cycles. And if people bought in really early, if they are in a ton of profit, or maybe on the other end of the spectrum, if these holders are alternatively significantly underwater. So if we pop down here to, this is the first time ever that Bitcoin has exceeded $100 billion from a realized market cap. So that is interesting to say the least. On the other end of the spectrum, you have Ethereum, which is down close to, let's say close to 50% from the all-time high of its realized market cap in January of 2018. And you can see, this is, I think, in my opinion, pretty interesting. If we're looking at the charts of, of distribution, there is relatively... There's a relatively small amount of money that has not been moved in the upper $10,000 range to where we are today. So if you look at this chart with the realized cap, you can see that there's only $290 million of the current Bitcoin market cap that is attributed to people that have bought at over $19,000 and haven't moved that Bitcoin at all. So there is a case, there are about $290 million worth of, of people out there that bought Bitcoin plus $19,000 and haven't touched it since. But that is a very small minority of kind of where we are and where the distribution is. Uh, and that's as of late. But if you went back a year and a half to January of 2018, there was a huge distribution of people that had bought Bitcoin higher than $10,000 and were essentially underwater and that distribution has kind of been evened out and we're in a more even playing field. And if we look at where things are, so Coinmetrics was interesting because they did this with Bitcoin, with Ethereum, with XRP, with LTC, and with Bitcoin Cash. And this is something where, yes, it gives you the, the realized market cap, but I wanted to take it one step further and look at this in a little bit more detail. And how, how did I do that? pretty damn simple. I just took the realized cap number, the overall market capitalization number that is realized from Coinmetrics, and I divided that by the reported supply from Masari and OnChain FX. So in the case of Bitcoin, I took that $100 billion, that realized cap, and I divided that by the existing, the, the current supply of Bitcoin, which is that 17, close to 17.9 million so 100 billion my, divided by 17.9 million there, that existing supply gives you the average cost basis for Bitcoin holders of around $5,586, which shows you that the last time most people, you, you can look at it this way, but the majority of, of Bitcoin holders are actually in profit right now. Pretty, pretty heavy profit. Or you can also think about that as there is a, you know, pretty Bitcoin is an older network. There is a lot of lost coins. There's uh, there, there are a variety of factors there. But if you look at this kind of on a simple basis, the majority of Bitcoin holders are currently in profit right now from where we are at that $10,000 range. Alternatively, if we look at ETH, XRP, LTC, and BCH for Ethereum for ETH, 
the average cost basis is $258. With our price right now hovering in the $180 marks, most ETH holders are actually underwater. They are holding an asset that if they sold right now from the last time they moved it on chain, they would actually be losing money. Uh, for Litecoin, the same can be said. $81 is the uh, average cost basis. And with Litecoin right now, uh, the average uh, the average holder is actually down a little bit. The, the price of Litecoin is $72 right now. So you would have the average Litecoin holder actually losing money if they were to sell right now. Uh, Bitcoin Cash at 295 with Bitcoin Cash, they are actually up a bit. It is over $300. But the most interesting one to me in this and going to the point of the quote unquote heaviest bags and the winner of the heaviest bag, the current price of XRP is 26 cents. If you guys remember, obviously XRP had one of the most incredible bull runs ever in 2017, early 2018, going from 20 cents to, to $3. It was less than 20 cents. You know, you could have bought it for a cent in 2017 or probably pretty close to. And the actual, the average cost basis for current holders of XRP is $1.21. So for most people, the last time they moved their XRP holdings, the price of XRP was at $1.21. So if they were to sell that now, they are losing a ton of money. Um, and they're holding, you would kind of take this and interpret this to, to think that they are holding very, very, very heavy bags. And you can take this data and you can look at it in a variety of different ways. You can, maybe you might think, you know what? The price of Bitcoin, most people are in profit right now. That means that you know, if there is a selling cascade, they, people might start taking profit because they're already in profit. They don't want to lose that. Um, you might also look at something like XRP on the opposite end and say, you know, most of the selling's done and the, the holders are here and strong. Who knows? There's a variety of ways that you can interpret this data, but you can kind of do so as, as you so choose. I do think it is really interesting to look at the kind of distribution, the average cost basis for these current holders, especially with the length of age of some of these assets too. I think that's important to look at overall. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the metric and I'll include a tweet below. Do you think Realized Cap is interesting? Do you think it is stupid? Do you think it holds any weight whatsoever? Let me know in the YouTube comments. And if you're on Twitter, you can feel free. I'll, I'll include a link in the podcast description to the tweet there as well. So you can feel free to chime in. But on another note, this was absolutely hilarious. This was from Bloomberg and I'll, I'll read it. So the scene was straight out of the era of Bitcoin mania. A man on an Amtrak train. It's just a train and that goes from New York to DC to Boston, whatever. So a man on an Amtrak train to New York speaking loudly into his mobile phone, discussing a digital token he was promoting and bragging about how he planned to pump up the price. But unknown to the crypto entrepreneur sitting a few seats away was Securities and Exchange Commission's chairman, Jay Clayton, the head of the SEC, U.S.'s top market cop. Clayton had been growing increasingly concerned that many initial coin offerings, a twist on an IPO where investors get tokens instead of stock were scams. He listened for a while, his anger building, and then he stood up. I didn't tell him who I was, Clayton recalled. I just said, you don't want to talk about this in front of me. That 2018 encounter, which Clayton likes to call his sell a moment on ICOs, helped frame his view that virtual currency investments, once largely the provenance of tech geeks and anti-government crusaders, has gone mainstream and needed to be aggressively policed under the securities laws. 
Now that stance is setting him up for a potential clash with one of the most high profile companies in the world, Facebook Inc. So overall, pretty funny story in general. Some dude just sitting on an Acela train, probably from DC to New York, sitting there talking with his buddies or whatever about how he's about to pump some random shit coin. Who knows? I have no idea. Would be curious to find out what one that was. But, uh, and basically sitting right next to the head of the SEC who is aggressively going after uh, initial coin offerings, ICOs, token sales, uh, illegal securities in the crypto space. Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum, that being a formative moment for Jay Clayton looking at ICOs in the crypto industry as a whole and kind of helping to, to form that. So I guess somewhat unfortunate that he had to to see that and hear that, but a funny moment nonetheless that I think is uh, <laughs> pretty pretty hilarious in general. Outside of that, guys, making sure to keep an eye on everything that's happening in the market. If anything interesting does pop up, we'll definitely pop onto YouTube to chat through it, but appreciate the time. Crypto Bobby signing out. Hope you have a good one. Peace.